A good Monday afternoon to you. Welcome into the McFarland Show on WNSR. This is the voice of Justin McFarland. Thrilled to be here with you. Darren McFarland will join us here momentarily. He is in our Rutherford County Bureau today. As uh, we're with you here on this very uh, rainy, misty, ugly Monday morning, the day after the Super Bowl. Uh, It's a day that sports fans all over the world are talking about the big game from last night. Also a day that we all get to rejoice because today is the official reset day. Today is the day when all the football teams go back to zero and zero. Everybody goes back to even now. Yeah, the Chiefs are going to have a big celebration. They're going to hoist the Lombardi. They're going to celebrate, and they should. Uh, They're back-to-back Super Bowl champions for the first time in 20 years, so they should celebrate. Everybody else, though, look forward to free agency, the draft, and we're back at zero and zero. Total reset. So we are good to go. Uh, As I mentioned, Darren will join us here. We're trying to test out if we can hear Darren or not, uh, Damon. I'm sorry. So I'm here. I can hear you. All right. Wonderful. Well, we can hear you, uh, Darren, as well. Do you have any echo problems, man? Do you got us loud and clear? Loud and clear, brother. Wonderful, man. Welcome, man. Thank you so much. Um, how are you on this uh, rainy uh, Monday? I know if people claim Super Bowl flu air quotes today, they're like, yeah, I got it. Wink, wink. You went to the big Super Bowl party. You were out till three in the morning and you've got the Super Bowl flu mm-hmm. on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't go to any Super Bowl party, um, which watched it from home, <laughs> Justin, but uh, not feeling great. So, you know, I just, we've kind of learned since COVID it's babe, but you know, it's best to think of others and I don't really, I don't get sick much. I told you guys this, uh, in, in our tech group text message, like I've been pretty blessed. Like I, I am the one who gets sick the least. Hold on. Let me knock in this house, like by far. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty rare when I don't feel great. And I'm not even saying I'm sick. I'm saying I feel a little bit off. Maybe I kind of feel like the 49ers today. I just feel a little bit off. Um, and so I just, I'd just rather be safe than sorry than to, uh, you know, in case, uh, maybe I do have something going on. You so never know. that's all. Yeah. That's all. We live in a different world than we did a few years ago. So <laughs> that is true. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay now to stay home sick. You know, before you used to stay home sick, oh, wimp, work through it. Uh, you know, they used to talk crazy about you if you stayed home sick. Now, uh, you know, you said, I would be sick. Don't stay away from me. That's the new. Yeah, I was going to say, that's what most people say, right? Like, yeah, yeah just stay home, oh, man. Stay home. Don't bring, it, well, he's don't bring that crap into the office. Fine. Stay, stay over there. Uh, don't come down here. <laughs> um, so Darren is staying down there, but he's still blessing us with his uh, sports expertise. And we look forward to talking to you here on WNSR. Our number is 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. That is our call line. That is also our text line. You can reach us there uh, here at WNSR as well. You can also uh, reach us on YouTube as well. Now, you can watch us at a variety of places, uh, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, uh, Facebook. Uh, but if you go to um, if you go to uh, YouTube in particular, you can uh, chime in and, uh, and, and watch us and chat with us there, and uh, which a couple of people have done already. Uh, Eric White, uh, Judea Hines, who I believe, Judea, do I know you? Maybe I do, maybe I don't. Um, we'll find out here soon. Um, anyway, uh, the, you can chat with us on YouTube. We are 
at WNSR Live. You just search for us there on YouTube. You'll see the McFarland Show scrolling, and uh, you can watch us there. Uh, Darren, of course, uh, the Super Bowl is now over. The Chiefs, back-to-back world champions. Your your thoughts on the uh, overtime thriller? Well, um, I think you have to be sick if you're the 49ers. I really thought they were the better team. Uh, and I know, you know, for two weeks, us talking about it, Justin, and everybody that we talk to and everybody that we ask, give us your Super Bowl pred- prediction. And I feel like everybody I talked to, uh, and it was no secret that I, I felt like most people felt this way. And for good reason, it's like, oh, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's the Chiefs. You know, you, how do you bet against them? How do you go? Yeah, I get that. And yet I chose the 49ers. I thought the 49ers were going to find a way to win. Uh, maybe I had talked to myself into the 49ers, but either way, I felt compelled that the 49ers are going to win that game, and uh, they did not. I thought they were the better team for most of the game, but in the end, it really doesn't matter whether you're the better team for most of the game or not, Justin. I mean, I think second half is arguable. Uh, Patrick Mahomes turned it on. Patrick Mahomes was doing what great athletes do, and he, you know, in time of need, when they needed him, when it was time, crunch time, you know, everything we've watched him in his short amount of time uh, that he's done, he did it again. Uh, I thought Kyle Shanahan deserves some blame for that loss. I don't really understand winning the coin toss in overtime, having players at the podium in postgame pressers saying they didn't know the overtime, the new overtime rules, which is really disheartening for a guy that is smart as Kyle Shanahan and all the praise that we give Kyle Shanahan for him to take the ball first to allow Patrick Mahomes to have the ball last is just uh, coaching malpractice, in my opinion. Just not paying attention. I mean, it's just there's no excuse for that. I mean, none whatsoever. Why on earth would anyone raise their hand and say, I want Patrick Mahomes to have the ball last? Like, what what world are you living in? Oh, by the way, you're you're living in the football world that most people praise and Talk about how great of a coach you are. Well, you're over against Patrick Mahomes in your career, regular season, and the playoffs, and Super Bowls. And uh, now you're over 3 as either a coordinator or a head coach in the Super Bowls. And, oh, by the way, you had the lead in all three of them. Wow. Double-digit leads in all three of them, Justin. And he lost all three of them. So I would say probably maybe it's a, you know, an overreaction on Monday, but I'm going to moving forward for me. And I'm not telling everybody else they can have their own opinions. I'm going to pump the brakes a little bit on Kyle Shanahan. Cause right now he's got to do it to be included as he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. No, right now, uh, I would say Andy Reed is one of the best coaches in the NFL. And he's one of the best coaches of all time. Only trailing mm-hmm. Bill Belichick in postseason victories. It's rather impressive what he's been able to do over the course of his career, not just in Kansas City, and I feel sorry for you if you think that Andy Reid is just a product of the Kansas City organization. Uh, No, no, no. Uh, Andy Reid has been doing this for a very long time, across several decades now, going back to Philadelphia. Uh, And ironically enough, um, his coaching tree begins right there in San Francisco. Um, right there uh, with the 49ers in a way, um, you know, going all the way, you know, back that far. I, I do want to point this out. And, and I, I thought last night's game was, you know, was spectacular. And I, I think that with the 49ers, and I called one of my 
one of my best friends today who's a huge 49ers fan because I just wanted to check on him, make sure he was okay after after what happened last night. And uh, he, he's he's doing okay and, you know, just, you know, he, he's upset and I understand. And I had to tell him, I was like, listen, this is the other side of the game. We grew up in the 90s. We watched Michael Jordan. We cheered for Michael Jordan. And we saw teams that were arguably at times better than the Bulls get beat by the Bulls. And I think what we saw last night was what I've been saying on these airwaves for a long time. And that is, yeah, they're better teams, but Patrick Mahomes is the better player. And the mistake, and and there were lots of mistakes and turning points made last night, and I understand all that. But for me, the biggest turning point last night, or the one that really set set the stage, was the 49ers kicking the field goal. And I know this is going to sound controversial, and, and that's fine. And people can disagree, and this is America, and that's fine. But the 49ers not being able to get the touchdown in the overtime there set the stage for Patrick Mahomes to go be Patrick Mahomes. And you got to find a way to get that touchdown, guys. I mean, you you got to. And I understand the conventional wisdom in that situation is to kick the field goal. And I, I, I'm not saying if I was the coach, I wouldn't have kicked the field goal. I probably would have. But boy, oh boy, if you don't think about going for it, because you're not playing against a conventional football player. You're playing against a guy who who who's uh, just an absolute assassin in these situations. And you're daring Patrick Mahomes to be great. And and that's not a good situation to be in because what he did last night was just be great and then and beat you. And, and that's a scary, scary situation to be in. And if I'm the 49ers, I'm like, listen, we... we I don't have time to dare Patrick Mahomes to be Patrick Mahomes. I, I don't have time for that. We got to get this touchdown. I don't care what we got to do. This is four down territory. We can't dare him to come out here and do something spectacular because he's liable to come out here and do something spectacular. And guess what he did? He went out there and did something spectacular. Um, and it's hard to blame. And, and this, and this is I'm saying all this to say this. I don't think there's any shame in what happened to the 49ers last night. What happened to the 49ers last night has happened to many teams. There are a better team who just got beat by a better player. And it, it's time that we tip our hats and call Patrick Mahomes what it is. There, we, we look down the pike sometimes and we see him. We see Magic Johnson. We see Michael Jordan. We see the greatness of certain players just manifest themselves in front of us. And last night we saw Patrick Mahomes at age 28 win his third Super Bowl and go to his fourth Super Bowl championship. And the the numbers and everything else speak for himself. He is a walking, talking goat member at this point and should be treated as such. And, you know, at times that means the goat guy is going to be players who are there's going to be teams even who are better than you. And that's what happened yesterday. There's no shame in it. It just is what happens. Sometimes, sometimes the best team doesn't always win. And last night was a prime example. The 49ers, I believe, are a better team. I said that before the game. But last night, the, the Kansas City Chiefs, and namely number 15, went out there. And not to say other people didn't do anything. But number 15 went out there and just proved it. And just went out there and won it. Um, and just went out there and did stuff that the other guy couldn't do. And it stinks for the 49ers because it, it's really hard getting into this place. And now we all have to figure out what's next. 
Um, and, you know, of course, we go to the draft and all this other stuff. But what does this mean that now we've got a quarterback win three out of four or, or a team, I guess. But, you know, a, a team win three out of four here, Darren. I mean, what we're in the middle of a dynasty here. If you're in the AFC, I mean, does this mean we have to draft more defensive linemen? Do you, do you try to improve your, your quarterback situation? I mean, I mean, do you just hope the Chiefs run out of gas at some point? Do you do you do you try to tool up your your team in order to beat them? I'm not sure. What do you what do you do to make sure this doesn't keep happening if you're them? Well, there's been two dynasties here of late, and both of them reside in which conference? Uh, the AFC. Yeah. What conference do the Titans play in? The AFC, sir. Yeah. It's not good, is it? No. No, it's not fun. <laughs> oh, by the way, he's 28 years old. Yeah. Just to, just to bring everybody down a little bit more. And, and the Titans have lost in the playoffs to both dynasties at one point. Uh, going all the way back to 2003, we remember that, the cold night that Darren was up there for. And, you know, and, and 2019, the AFC Championship game that, in Kansas City that I was there for. I mean, By the way, they lost and they beat both of them. That is, that is true. Well, no, not really, because the, the Kansas City Chiefs that, that the Titans beat was not Patrick Mahomes. That was, that, was, uh, that was Alex Smith and company that they beat in the playoffs. Was it? It was. Oh, the, wow. Marcus Mariota yeah. with the touchdown pass to himself and all that. Yeah, that was yeah not, you're right. That was, not, that was not Patrick Mahomes. It was Andy Reid. But it was not Patrick okay. Mahomes, not yet. It was Alex Smith. Good call. Yeah. So no, Good not call. not quite. No, not quite. Um, it's it's a little different here. Um, we've been uh, they beat him in the regular season. They but, did beat know, them in the regular whoop. season. You know, but big you know whoop. they don't give Lombardis for that. No, no. Um, we are receiving your phone calls at eight four four fifty six hundred. Uh, Tony's on the line from Nolansville. Tony, let's go ahead and bring you in, my friend. How did you enjoy the game last night? Good afternoon, gentlemen. I enjoyed the game. I tell you what, it was a good game. It was a good game. And uh, I'm with Darren. Y'all know all week I was riding the 49ers, talked about the white jerseys and all that stuff. Thought it was going to happen. But, uh, you know, I I said this this morning, and I'll say it forever. All my years of playing ball, everything y'all play ball, defense will always show up to win championship games. And in football, the kicking game will always show its presence. And whether it be the miscue on the punt, uh, you know, a lot of people are calling them up where the, the returner was trying to pick it up. But, you know, the ball actually had hit the foot of one of his teammates. So he should have just really fell on it's what he should have done. But he was trying to pick it up. But uh, off of the missed extra point, and I missed, uh, I mean, on that uh, pun, if you want to call it, you know, that was eight points right there that went, in essence, uh, to the uh, Chiefs. Uh, seven to the Chiefs, one away. And, had to, and just keep in mind, had that extra point been made, and the kicker, he just kicked it low, uh, they win 17 to 16 or 20 to 19, either way you look at it. But with that aside, I thought the defensive calls were really good on both sides early in the first half for the uh, 49ers. Even, 
you know, on the pickoff that they got uh, intercepting Mahomes. Darren, you've got to get points early in the game and that, that good a field position. You just, you've got to turn that into some type of point. And they went three and out, I think. So, uh, you know, give that to a good defensive call on Kansas City's. And, guys, there were three third downs that were third and short, crucial times throughout the game that uh, you just knew Kansas City was going to bring the house. They were going to bring everything they had to pressure uh, that rookie quarterback who played better than a rookie quarterback in a Super Bowl. And they brought the house, and they got nothing. And, you know, when you do something like that, you've got to just tip your hat to them making a better call and making a better play on it. Um, As far as, you know, going into overtime, I'll be honest with you. I wonder how many people really did know the new overtime rules from where the difference from what we go through the regular season to what it was going to be in the Super Bowl. And it might have been that same way in the playoffs all the way through. But uh, I, I just wonder how many people really knew that it was to keep playing, you know, uh, not like the standard overtime rules that we have during the regular season. Do y'all know I thought everybody knew, going... to be honest. I thought everybody do knew. Y'all, do y'all think that rule is going to be in effect for here on out or just through the playoff games? Well, I think it's just going to be through the playoffs. It's, it's for the playoffs. It's, yeah. it's for okay. guys like Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. That's why the rule was rec- created that is, that is because correct. people felt like, you know, you give it to them, the game is over. And the other team doesn't even get a chance at, at a possession. And, Darren, that backs up what you were saying. Then you would think that players themselves and coaches would would all be aware of that. And, yeah, uh, which is why I said that at the like, beginning. Yeah, and I, I, I back you up on that, and, and I think you're 100%, 110% right on it. But as far as the play, guys, it was amazing how many connections back to Nashville or Titan players or uh, Vanderbilt or UT players played in the game. And uh, uh, MTSU players, don't forget MTSU. Hit four. Yes. And on rosters, I should I should clarify on rosters. They didn't all play, but on rosters, there were four Blue Raiders. And. so it was, and, uh, you know, Juwan Jennings doing, throwing a pass and then uh, scoring a touchdown. If the 49ers would have won, do y'all think Jennings would have been the uh, MVP or uh, do y'all think uh, McCaffrey would have been? Tell you what, Tony, we'll, we'll take that up here on the other All side. Right, guys, you guys take a break. All right, guys. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Tony. Uh, of course, you want to join Tony on the phone lines, you can do so. 615-844-5600. we got to take a break. More of the McFarland Show on WNSR. 
With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. In a single moment everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong steroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The McFarland Show. Video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare Studio. This is WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. I'm Justin McFarland. This is the McFarland Show. DJ Damon King alongside Darren McFarland from our 
Rutherford County Bureau today. Um, we are taking in some of the things happening as a result of the Super Bowl. Our text line is open. If you want to call us or text us, you can do so at 615-844-5600. Uh, Mike has been reaching out to us. Mike uh, says Mahomes is the GOAT Jr. And more is needed, but he's on track. Brady beat number 15 head-to-head twice, so he needs one more than Brady to surpass him. And he, uh, Mike also took the time to discuss some of the commercials. He says, if you discuss the commercials, the uh, Kawasaki mullet commercial made me smile. That was the one starring Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he says he needs uh, to swing through Las Casas in order to pick up one of those. Can I tell you the one I like, Darren? <laughs> Did you see the commercial about the Seahawks flying away and the Eagles flying away until next season? It was like at the yeah. beginning. <laughs> You see yes. that one? Yes. That was the best commercial. That was too funny. Till next season. But you can sign up now for, what was it, for football tickets, I guess. I don't even know what the commercial for. I don't know. It's probably a Sunday ticket commercial. Yeah. It was too funny. NFL Sunday ticket. So why didn't they have the Cowboys in there? Like, right, I guess they couldn't fly away. They, they can't fly. You know, there's okay. several birds, but they're not one of them. Eagles. <laughs> fly away there. Just thought I'd share that with you. Um. Darren, I hope you get to feel it better. Thank you, Damon. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, I thought the commercials were good. Uh, by the way, how about, what was it? The one that surprised me the most? Mm-hmm. What was it? Timu? Like, they, man, they pumped some Timu. money, yeah. didn't they? They spent a lot of money. Because uh, they had multiple they commercials. Had a yeah. lot of commercials. Did you even Had you even heard of Timu? I I had because they're very popular on YouTube. They have, they have a lot of YouTube okay. ads, so that's why okay. I've seen them before. Um, but just because I've seen them, I didn't know who it, what it was. I still found myself asking my wife, what is Timu? Even after looking at the commercials, I still didn't know. Ask um, my yeah. wife what it is. They order a lot of clothes. You Appar- of apparently, that's the, that's the thing to do. It's the woman thing, y'all. Well, I, I'm not going to call it that, but okay. I'm just I'm, saying <laughs> My wife just ordered from there recently. Okay, well, you know, just because your wife ordered doesn't mean it's a woman <laughs> thing exclusively. Well, I'm just... answering his question. Okay, well, thank you right. very much. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, for the extra curriculars, you know, I've heard lots of feedback uh, on the halftime show and all of that, and we can, you know, discuss all that. I know we spent a lot of time, Darren. I remember your your conversation, you and I's conversation last year about Rihanna. Uh, in the halftime show, which I gave a big pass to Rihanna because she was pregnant during the halftime show. And I think you were expecting mm-hmm. a little bit more out of Rihanna, which I gave a pass to because, you know, she was she was pregnant. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> this this halftime show, I, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Now, not everybody felt that way. Uh, some people felt like um, certain things weren't necessary or it was too much or, you know, but the halftime show has become one of those things where no one is happy. I can't remember the last time that everyone was universally happy about the halftime show. Uh, t- traditionally, somebody is not going to be happy. Somebody's going to be bored, or somebody's going to think it's overdone, or someone's going to think it was over the top, or someone's going to not like the music or say it wasn't for them. No one is ever truly happy fully with the halftime show. Someone is always disappointed. I think the way I look at it, Justin, is we've seen so many Super Bowls now, unless you're, you know, you're 19 and you're just starting to watch Super Bowls and pay attention to Super Bowls. You're a young adult. If you've been watching Super Bowls for decades, yeah. well, I, you know, I feel like that the halftime shows have been, you know, 
amped up, ramped up, however you want to say it, over the years. And it's like we've just kind of come to expect it's just a big production. Yeah. Um, I thought it was fine, but you're going to have a million dancers. You're going to have a band. You're going to have lights and fire and fireworks. And it's just, it's kind of the same stuff, right? I mean, I don't know what you want these artists to do. I mean, really, I think the only one of late that stood out to me, wasn't it Lady Gaga and it was in Houston? Didn't she like rappel from the roof into the middle of the field? And everybody was like wondering, was that trick? Was that AI? Like, was that you know? Was that real? Was that Lady Gaga that did that? That I like started? Ka- I thought Katy Perry did something similar to that. As was well. that okay? Maybe that was her. But Maybe no, that was I, it. but they both could have done it. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, back in the day, I think Diana Ross took a helicopter away from the Super Bowl after she performed. She got on a helicopter and left uh, the Super Bowl, which was a big deal at the time. Uh, but that was you know the 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 late '90s when when she did that. Um, the, the first really big one that I can remember anyway was was Michael Jackson I think in the in the early to mid 90s he did one out there in Pasadena I think it was in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl um there was a big to do and then after that you know it, it's just you know continued on and gotten bigger and bolder and and people trying to outdo and and, and all that so um and, and you know every year they're trying to find a way to outdo the previous year so this was Usher's turn I thought you know he did I thought he did a great job. I really did. I, I thought it was. I thought it was great. Now, is it for all ages? No, but none of them are. You know, we heard these complaints a couple of years ago with Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. Was that something for all ages? Well, th- not exactly. But you know, my only thing is this: Have you seen these artists before? You've seen them, right? I mean, w- were you expecting them to come out and be something different? And this is kind of who they've been. So you know, this is kind of what you get when. These folks come out. Um, so anyway, we, we don't have to get bogged down o- over in, in that particular territory. It is what it is. They'll invite somebody else next year. It'll be another big name, and they'll come out and do their thing, and people, again, will be meh about it. Either some people will absolutely love it, and other people will be like, what was that for? It was too loud. It was too many lights. It, 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 it was terrible. And we'll, we'll get that forever now. I mean, it's just the way that things are. Yeah, I think it was Lady Gaga that because it was, de- I think it was her that um, she dropped from the ceiling. I'm pretty sure, but I could be wrong. Excellent. So back to Tony's question about who was going to get. And first of all, congratulations to um, to the 49ers for the fantastic uh, game that they did play, and uh, and to and to Jennings who who played a fantastic game. Uh, of course, for the 49ers, a high school quarterback played at Blackman High School there in Murfreesboro and showed off his arm a little bit with the great cross-the-field play. And what's underrated is the shot that he took while throwing the ball to Christian McCaffrey uh, back on the other side and uh, made a nice play. Then I uh, had a touchdown reception where he had to fight his way into the end zone. It is highly possible uh, that Juwan Jennings would have been uh, the MVP for the 49ers had they won uh, the Super Bowl. If he had gotten another touchdown, for sure, he would have been the Super Bowl MVP. Um, Brock Purdy is the other one you could have given it to, possibly. Uh, then, of course, Christian McCaffrey is the other one that you could have possibly given it to, which I think probably would have come away with it. But he certainly would have been in the running. Darren, what say you? It's a good question uh, by Tony. I, I thought about it. Um, I, I certainly think Christian McCaffrey would have been 
right there in the discussion, but also Jawan Jennings doing something nobody's ever done. How about that? Blackman High School. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rutherford County product. Right there. Goes to UT and um man, and you know, they he's been known so far in his career. I do wonder if he's gonna get more opportunities. He's been known as that guy that converts third downs, right? I forgot what was the what's the nickname? Third down Jawan or something like something that. Like I that. mean Yeah, so he 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 is a guy that's come up big in those situations, but you do wonder if he'll get more opportunities moving forward. I don't know. I, I think I think it would have been a non-quarterback. I don't think they would have given it to Purdy, but I also don't know that if San Francisco wins. I mean, how did you assess Purdy's play overall? He didn't have any mistakes, so that's a good thing. But overall, was he MVP worthy? No, not really. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't feel that way either. He was okay. It, looking, you know, and, and to be honest with you, this is the first time I've actually looked at the box score. I watched the whole game, but I hadn't really looked at the box score until right now. It would have been Christian McCaffrey looking at the box score. It would have been Christian McCaffrey. And this yeah, is probably why. so. 22 carries for 80 yards for Christian McCaffrey, eight receptions for 80 yards. So 80 yards receptions, 80 yards rushing, 160 yards total, and a touchdown. Yeah, that's your MVP. And your team goes on the win. That's your MVP. It, it just is. Uh, Brock Purdy played a nice game, 23 of 38 for 255 yards and a touchdown. No interceptions. Only one sack, uh, which is nice. Um, but didn't carry the team exactly uh, in key spots. Um, but it would have been McCaffrey. Um, Juwan Jennings overall, uh, four catches for 400. Uh, 400. That that would have been MVP worthy for sure. Uh, four catches for forty two yards and the touchdown, and of course he had the touchdown pass as well. But probably not an MVP uh, worthy performance. McCaffrey, uh, the one he the one thing he did have is the fumble, the lost fumble there. Uh, it would have been the demerit against him for sure. Uh, on the other side, Patrick Mahomes thirty four of forty six for three hundred and thirty three yards and two touchdowns. He did take three sacks, but when it counted. Drove the team down the field, converted a couple of uh, third and fourth downs, and and won the game for him in the end. Um, and let him in rushing, by the way, too. And let him in rushing. Nine carries for 66 yards. Uh, led both uh, Isaiah Pacheco and Rashid Rice there uh, for the Chiefs. And so um, congratulations to Kansas City. I'm sure there's another big party set. And uh, they seem convinced they can come do it again. And listen, who's going to tell them that they can't? Um, they, they, they continue to climb the ladder and until somebody beats them, uh, and beats them consistently, uh, there's going to be a belief that they can continue on and keep going and keep winning these games, uh, especially in the playoffs. Uh, there was a knock that they couldn't win road games or they hadn't played road games. Well, all that's out the window. Uh, they, they did all this mostly on the road this year. Um, where they were able to win a couple of road games and still get to the Super Bowl and, and beat a very good 49ers team. And continue their march through history here. It is um, it's not it's not shocking. It's just uh, fun to watch. Uh, Travis Kelsey nine receptions led the team in receptions. Nine receptions for ninety three yards. And no, he did not propose to Taylor Swift after the game. I know everyone was waiting with bated breath or not, but um, there, there's no wedding bells last night in Vegas for those two. You know, as long as San Francisco and Kansas City, Justin keep drafting the way that they've been drafting i mean yeah it's just going to be it's going to be hard to beat because especially on the kansas city side because they have 
Patrick Mahomes. Now, how long is Travis Kelsey going to keep playing? Not sure. His brother just retired. You know, he's big and famous now, and he's set for life. He didn't have to play for the money. But, you know, I don't know what makes him tick. I mean, does he want to keep racking up Super Bowls with Patrick Mahomes? Does he want to go out, you know, a legend just like Patrick Mahomes? I mean, he's probably already well on his way to first ballot Hall of Fame in Canton, right? I, I don't see anything that's going to. I think he's right. there. I think he's already done enough yeah. to be first ballot already, or yeah. at least for sure get into Canton in the Hall of Fame. So, you know, he he he's a big component, but they just those teams have just done a better job. It's something that the Titans have just been awful at. And as long as, you know, if Rand Carthon doesn't turn this thing around, starting with the draft, uh, this thing is not going to get any better here, especially since we don't know what they have in that franchise quarterback. But, I mean, just think about it. A guy like Trey Smith who played in this state oh, boy. in both high school and college. Oh, boy. And he was drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs in the sixth round. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they had ample opportunity to put eyes on him and assess him. And it's the Chiefs that drafted him in the sixth round. No, and no, oh, by no, the no, way, since- no, Darren, they they didn't have ample opportunity. No, no, I'm not going to let you say that. They did. They did put eyes on him. They did assess him. And they decided not to. It's not opportunity to put eyes on him. No, they did put eyes on him. They just decided not to draft him. And, and, and you know, this was a conscious decision on their part. So it's not like, oh, there was this guy underneath our nose this whole time and we didn't know. To, no, you, they saw him. <laughs> they just decided, nah, we don't, we don't think he's that good. That's what they decided. And I know they're not looking at kids in high school, but he plays high school in West Tennessee. He plays college in East Tennessee. And, yeah, and, and the Chiefs draft him in the sixth round. And, oh, by the way, since they've drafted him in the sixth round, what has he done? Played every game. Mm. Now he's got Super Bowl rings as well. And now he's got rings. We're going to take a break. Kind of, yeah. More of the McFarland Show when we come back. This is WNSR. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown 
not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Let me get your initial reaction. Mike Vrabel is fired as the coach of the Titans. Initial reaction is taking it back, uh, a little shock. What in the world was going on in that building that led to this decision? Amy Adams is absolutely fearless as an executive. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Sky Scan Forecast. Today, cloudy skies, showers are likely, chance for a thunderstorm, the high temperature near 60. Cloud showers and a thunderstorm this evening, a stray shower overnight, low 34. Sunshine for Tuesday, high 54. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio WNSR. Welcoming calls from all around Middle Tennessee. 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. WNSR, this is the McFarland Show. And this is a Monday after the Super Bowl. Justin McFarland here. DJ Damon King on the other side of the board. Darren McFarland here alongside with us as well. We welcome your phone calls at 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600 here in the Strike and Spare studios of WNSR Radio here in Nashville. Um, Of course, this is the day where we are uh, continuing to take a look back at the season that was uh, 2023 in the NFL as it it was a Brought to a completion last night with the uh, with the final score of Super Bowl 58, 25-22. Chiefs win um, over the San Francisco 49ers to claim their uh, third Super Bowl championship there for Patrick Mahomes and company. The fourth in the Chiefs' uh, history uh, there for them. Uh, they beat the 49ers, who... Um, have not won a Super Bowl now since my since uh, now not Montana but Steve Young and company back in uh, 1994 in 95 around around that time period. So it's been about 30 years for the 49ers since they've been able to win a Super Bowl. Um, but you know, as we um, talk about you know what's getting ready to happen moving forward here, one of the the best things about the Super Bowl is the end of the season 
and the beginning of the, the new season. Now the, you, you can kind of get rid of all of that sorrow as far as the season that was. Now we can look forward fully into the season to come for the NFL. It is, uh, it's over. The playoffs are over. Now all we can do is focus in on everybody's zero and zero. Everything is reset. There is no more, oh, we were terrible, we're horrible. Nope, it's all over now. It's all over now. Uh, The staffs have now been hired, and the full-fledged evaluation process can now, uh, well, it's already begun, but now it can really begin as all 32 teams are now fully engaged in off-season activities now and uh, trying to figure out what's next for their franchise so they, too, can be a Super Bowl champion at some point here, which is the goal for, for all 32 teams here. So uh, for everyone feeling bad about their season, no matter who your team is, all that is gone. The season is, uh, is, is over, but the season is also new at the same time all over again. So that is the, uh, that is the promise here of uh, the Super Bowl being over. So th- that is the cool thing about all of this. The Titans, you know, what, what can happen with them? The, it's full of promise. Uh, they've got draft picks. They've got a lot of cap space. The question is, what moves can they make? And what moves can they make to compete with teams like what we saw last night um, with the 49ers of the world, with the Chiefs of the world? How close are they uh, to, to, to being able to get on the field to compete with those kind of teams? That, that is the, the, the question that I think that's among a lot of Titans fans, even as you watched the game last night. Like, you know, what is it that we saw last night? And, and you know, like how close are the, how close are the Titans to being able to get in there and mix it up. How close are the Titans to being able to... They were just on the AFC Championship stage a few years ago. They were almost there. Almost. Well, they couldn't beat Patrick Mahomes either. But they were almost there. And now, you know, it seems like they're starting over again. They're blowing it up. And they're hoping Will Levis can achieve the kind of heights that maybe at least Brock Purdy has achieved. Maybe Brock Purdy can't be Patrick Mahomes, but he can he can be Brock Purdy, right? He can do that. Come on now. So we'll see. We'll see. A long way to go here still uh for the uh for, for the Titans here, and we'll see what moves they decide to make uh for the Super Bowl. Uh the commercials, I know we were talking a little bit earlier about uh your favorite commercials from overnight. Um I don't know if I have a favorite. Um, I guess uh, I did like the the Dunkin' Donuts commercial uh, with the Dunkings. I uh, you know I thought that was kind of funny um, with uh, with Tom Brady and company and and J Lo. I, I thought that was kind of funny at one point, so that was cool. Um, a lot of movie premieres last night. I know people were looking at that. I, I Wicked. Uh, there's a brand new Planet of the Apes movie coming out. There's a brand new Deadpool movie coming out. You know I'm not one for movies. But there, you know, there were so many movie previews, it's hard to miss them last night. They were everywhere. So for those of you looking for the movie action last night, they, uh, they have plenty of that uh, all over all over the place. Um, for those of you who were there for the extra you know, curriculars with the whole Taylor Swift thing, they showed her. Did they overshow her? I, I'm not going to go that far. But they, you know, they put her up there. She was, she was there. Um, they did the cutaways, but they didn't make the game all about her. I don't think, you know, I think they did a pretty good job. It didn't, you know, go too far. I don't think so. They they were okay. Uh, the pregame stuff, 
I thought Reba McIntyre did a wonderful job with the national anthem. Uh, Post Malone with um, uh, with America the Beautiful there um, before. So you know, I thought that was good. You know, it, it, overall, it was it was it was a good it was a good presentation by the NFL. It really was overall. Nothing out of the ordinarily bad to me that I saw yesterday. Um, you know, and next year the Super Bowl will move on. I believe it's in New Orleans next year. I believe it's in New Orleans next year. So that that will be fine. All right, all right, all right. Tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. Let's take a break, our last break of the hour, and then we'll come on back with more of the McFarland Show. This is WNSR. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at Navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first one 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championship part 6 to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Polk inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. The McFarland Show, streaming live on the WNSR app and on WNSR.com. The McFarland Show here with you on WNSR. You can give us a call, 615-844-5600. You can also text us at that number as well. And a number of you have done that, and we appreciate you all for listening. Uh, Doug from Nashville. Doug says, it's time to see David Copperfield as the halftime act. Maybe next time they're in Vegas, um, which could be a couple of years from now. But the next time they're in Vegas, it could be David Copperfield. Never know. That that, that could be very cool. Um, are you David Copperfield fan, Darren? Uh, I'm fine with Magic. You're okay with Magic? Okay with it, yeah. Could have brought out it's, Penn and Teller, you know. I mean, it would have made sense in Vegas yeah. to do that. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, Mike says, I'm not a music aficionado. Every year, the TV is muted at halftime. I'm glad the folks that are into the acts were able to enjoy the show. Well, there's a way to do it, Mike. I appreciate that. Uh, By the way, the wife and I got duped at halftime. We both thought one of the appearances was CeeLo Green, and apparently a bunch of people were duped because it wasn't. That was not CeeLo Green. That was Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, Yeah. that was Jermaine Dupree. we thought it was CeeLo Green. Yeah, from So uh, So Deaf, yes. Right, but it uh, apparently there were a whole lot of people thought it was CeeLo Green because uh, I guess he made a big to-do about it on uh, social media. Like, hey, uh, uh, my name's Jermaine Dupree. That, that wasn't CeeLo. There, there was so a know. lot of people who didn't approve of his outfit, apparently, and there was some chatter about all kinds of things there. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. But you know, I, I try not to get too lost in the weeds with some of this. Uh, yes, like he was yes, wearing, looked like he was wearing the Easter socks. He said it was for Easter Sunday, like the socks. I think the socks is what threw everybody off. You wear socks like that on Easter Sunday? No. Nobody, then, why, no. then why are they called Easter socks? Because when you're little kids and stuff like that, the they would wear, wear little, socks like that on Easter Sunday. girls wear okay. those socks. Okay. Anyway. All right. It was kind of ugly suit. It was ugly. It was really ugly. Really ugly. <laughs> Boy. Wow. All right. Jeez. Wow. I did like Ludacris, though. He was tough. I like Ludacris. You like Luda? Luda, yeah, Luda. Okay. <laughs> Luda, Luda, okay. All right, David, thank you. Good, sir. Let's talk to uh, Doug here. Doug says, uh, Jennings scores one more touchdown, uh, hands down MVP, uh, being a part of three scores in the Super Bowl, not often done. I would agree with you, Doug. If he gets a part of one more touchdown, uh, I don't know how you don't make him the MVP at that point. And he almost got it. Yeah, you almost got it. And, well, they almost won the game, and you yeah. know, they're, they're almost had Super Bowl rings, and yeah, what it could have should have, and they don't. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Thank you for your contribution. Here is Nate. Uh, Nate says, uh, Nate from <laughs> Columbia. Uh, how do we know there were no wedding bells last night? It's Vegas. Uh, they didn't have to be a proposal. There are chapels all over the strip. Well, that is true, Nate. Uh, however, I find it hard to believe that someone like Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift could have got married last night in Las Vegas 
and the whole the whole world would have known about it by now. I just don't believe that somehow. Don't think that kind of thing would just go under the radar. No, that seems a little far fetched. I think I don't I don't buy that for a minute. So be that as it may. Uh, again, I don't think they I don't think they overdid the Taylor Swift or underdid it. I think they got it about right, uh, which is the best you can hope for. Um, the best you can hope for is staying with us here for the McFarland Show. Vince Ferrara uh, will be with us from Knoxville coming up here in the next uh, minutes or so at the top of the next hour. We're going to be talking about all things UT. And, of course, we welcome in your phone call, 615-844-5600. We've got more of the McFarland Show on this rainy Monday afternoon on WNSR. in Houston have identified the suspect in yesterday's shooting at a Houston megachurch. They say Genesee Moreno fired multiple rounds in the hallway of the church when officers returned fire. Commissioner Christopher Hassing. She eventually falls to the ground. The seven-year-old child it falls to the ground as well from gunfire. One uh, gunshot wound to the head. The suspect, who police say, had mental health issues, died at the scene. The seven-year-old who police say was the suspect's son, was critically injured. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin underwent anesthesia today for a non-surgical procedure to treat a bladder issue. He's expected to return to normal duties tomorrow. New York City public schools will pivot to remote learning tomorrow with a winter storm expected. Schools in Boston have already closed for tomorrow. Stocks are higher heading for the close. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. WNS. Nashville Sports Radio. Restrictions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. 
It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Whoa! Why do you Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Welcome in to our 3 o'clock hour on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. It's the McFarland Show. Justin McFarland here with you. Damon King on the other side of the board. Darren McFarland out there from our Rutherford County Bureau today. And now we head east. Vince Ferrara here with us uh, this afternoon from uh, 99.1 The Sports Animal out there in Knoxville. He covers all things UT Vols for us, and uh, boys, there are a lot to get into. Good afternoon, Vince. Good afternoon, Justin. Darren, what's up, guys? Doing well, man. How you um, doing, Benny? You know, I'm going to let Darren handle things here because that's our normal order here. Uh, but you know, I don't know which direction you want to take this here, Darren, because uh, you know we can get into Juwan Jennings. We can talk about the basketball. Yeah. Right, well, where do you want to start here, Darren? I wanted to start with Juwan Jennings because we were just talking about it in the first hour, Vinny. You know, you could have made a case for him winning the MVP if San Francisco would have won. It probably would have gone to Christian McCaffrey, but you you certainly could have made a case for Jawan Jennings. And crazy, here I am. Uh, Justin just said I'm in the Rutherford County Bureau. Yes, uh, just down the road from Blackman High School, where Jawan Jennings played high school football. Then went on and took his uh, talents to Knoxville and where he played at UT. And now we're talking about a Jawan Jennings that, you know, Mida maybe could have been the Super Bowl MVP for the 49ers. Pretty crazy. By the way, his coach at Blackman at the time was Philip Shad Owens. And I don't know if you know this. I'm sure you guys have talked about oh, yeah. it. He is on the staff at Knox Catholic. Yes. Yeah, I uh, certainly am very familiar. He's had a couple of stints uh, in the Knoxville area in high school football. So, uh, yeah, it's crazy. His dad, I think, is in the UNA Hall of Fame, uh, North Alabama Hall of Fame, Jawan Jennings, mm. his dad. And, and if you think about it, uh, if you recall, he, he was, his college career was nearly ended. I mean, he was kicked out at one point with that social media post. But man, he worked his way back and earned the trust of the staff and, uh, was allowed back and then didn't have really any missteps after that and has continued to get better and mature and carved out a role in the, in the NFL. He's one of the best blocking wide receivers in the league. We, we've seen him uh, take guys into the ground, take guys into Gatorade, uh, uh, the Gatorade bottles on the sidelines, so jugs on the sidelines. So 
we haven't seen that kind of performance from him uh, certainly on this kind of stage, and it's it's cool. And he's one of the one of the most popular Tennessee volunteer football players that that has come through here, especially in my time. And you think about the impact he had on the game, and you're right, Darren. I think he is very much in in the mix for MVP. In fact, I think it was at least one sports book. I don't remember which one. At one point, had him as the favorite to yes. win it when it looked like the 49ers were, were going to win. Uh, accounting for two touchdowns. You're right about McCaffrey, though. We, he ended up with 160 scrimmage yards. And, and then, you know, there's always the default to quarterbacks a lot of times, and, and Brock Purdy still had a very good game. So you never know if the voting would have gone in that direction. But, uh, man, he had the touchdown pass to McCaffrey. He had the touchdown catch where he broke a tap, and he beat Jerry Sneed, who had given up exactly one touchdown in coverage all season long. And then uh, he beat him and, and, and spun into the end zone. And then, you know, he had uh, a, a catch in the, in the early in the second half. And then the 49ers offense stalled. And it wasn't until another third down catch, third in Jawan, where he was able to move the sticks. And that got their offense going a little bit after that really quiet third quarter. And then, and then if Purdy has just a little bit more time or lofts to throw a little bit more and they're driving overtime, Jennings got open again. And maybe they score a touchdown there, and then that would have been three TDs for him and seven points versus settling for the field goal and having Mahomes go down and, and win it after that. And there's many other plays that drew a, a hold and the blocking all day long on McCaffrey screens and other things. So uh, just uh, just an unbelievable all-around game for, for Juwan Jennings. Yeah, and it wasn't the only time he's thrown a, a magical touchdown pass, right? He did it in the Super Bowl last night, and Jim Nance reminding us of that unbelievable Hail Mary pass that he threw in Athens, Georgia, Vinny. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Yeah, yeah it was, was a miracle. Like, am I misremembering this? Oh, wait a minute. That, that was, oh, a, minute. That, that that was, was a terrific Josh leaping Dobbs. catch by Joshua Dobbs in in <laughs> traffic there in the end zone. In Athens. Yes. Uh, well, Jobs little, little is tall, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're kidding. Yeah. A little bit reversed on those roles, so. Yeah, you might want to look for people. I don't know if everybody caught that, but look, Jim Nance is, you know, Jim Nance. But I mean, he he made a he made a mistake that he did not throw the hail mary pass. No, he didn't uh, to beat Georgia. He was the one who was the recipient. He caught the ball right. from Joshua Dobbs to beat Georgia in Athens, and he and, never and corrected it either. And, yeah, no, he, he kept moving, and, and more importantly, the peak of the Butch Jones era at the University of Tennessee. I mean, that's. Let's not bury the lead. That's what that really was. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, is UT looking for a new running back, running back coach? Yeah. Uh, looks like the, the uh, Jerry Mack is off to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, um, yeah, it's, th- this is rare. That there, was, there was some, some talk about it, but the, the Jerry Mack looks like he just had to do the Jaguars and, uh, there have not been very many of these coaching changes. In fact, this is only the third as Josh Heupel heads into his fourth year, only the third uh, staffer that has left. The other two were Cody Burns, who was wide receivers coach, went to the Saints to be wide receivers coach, mm. and Alex Golish, uh, OC, who went 
to USF to be a head coach and now Jerry Mack to the NFL. So if you're going to leave, those are all really good reasons to do so. And to have that little turnover in today's college football landscape, not only players but coaches are on the move constantly as well, that's pretty unique and pretty important in, in the development. Also a very good recruiter, big in the Memphis area was Jerry Mack, developed a, a number of really good running backs, uh, very popular with his uh, his players in that running back room. So, yeah, uh, Jerry Mack, uh, Tennessee is looking for a new running back coach. Now what Tennessee has done for both of those previous openings before is elevated uh, – uh, staffers from within into uh, bigger roles. And there's a couple of uh, – there's an offensive analyst and Max Thurman, an offensive assistant and Ashton Walker uh, that have been there, that have experience and know the system uh, that could be candidates. Uh, I would I would think though, though that would be – the familiarity with Hypo would be a big thing. Uh, also, there's um, Matt Merritt. Uh, who's a running backs coach at USF, went with Alex Gullish there that uh, spent time with Heupel and then you know a couple other guys that uh, have connections to Josh Heupel, Anthony Tucker, who's a running back coach at Mississippi State, uh, that he worked with uh, Jeff Lebby in, uh, uh, at, at USF as well. And he just took a gig uh, with Lebby at Mississippi State. I don't know if he would bounce that quickly. And then, you know, Anthony Jones Jr. is the TCU's running backs coach. He has ties to the Memphis area. So, um, you know, those are some of the names. There may be more, but from from within, those would be some of the guys that you could look to, look for to be added to the staff. Josh Heupel just does not go around the country just looking for the biggest name and throwing, you know, a, a Brinks truck at them. It's someone that fits what they – want to do so um we'll, we'll see where it plays out but patrick brown from uh, 24 7 sports had some some good names and some good background on all of those guys what's the latest on the lawsuit well a couple things um first first off last week uh tennessee had a temporary restraining order denied um well they're basically what they were trying to do is have the ncaa not be able to enforce their NIL rules uh, against or in the state of Tennessee or Virginia until the hearing. And the judge that looked at that uh, preliminary, that that uh, temporary restraining order hearing denied it, but he also said that based on the evidence in the case and uh, in the Sherman Act that it is very likely that Tennessee wins the case <laughs> so didn't feel like it was necessary to uh, to have a temporary restraining order. So basically the judge is like, eh, to, they're going to win this anyway, so there's really no reason to have a temporary restraining order. So I, I think I think that the judge speaking out about that is very positive. Uh, so that happened last week. Also, uh, Tennessee secured the services of, uh, a big time, you know, air quote super lawyer um, that uh, that has worked on a bunch of cases in uh, in Washington with the president and uh, just a, a lot of high profile type of um, uh, of cases. William A. Burnt. Uh, so they're 
hired him in their case against the NCAA. And then the preliminary Did I read hearing, his hourly rate, Vince? Did I read his hourly rate correct? Did it say twenty four uh, or twenty five hundred an hour? Uh, I didn't see that, but you, you might. Yeah, the, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it's like that. I mean, wow. these are cases with like the the president and the Martha Martha Stewart case, which is so high profile. So it's not messing around. You do have to have a, a little bit in the uh, in the bank account to I'm I'm sure to get anyone with the title super lawyer. Uh, so that that was you know a note from it, and then the preliminary hearing is tomorrow scheduled for tomorrow, and we'll see how quickly you know what steps are taken and and how quickly this gets settled or or, or how it plays out. But that tomorrow is another step in this in this process. So where do you think ultimately this is going? I don't think it looks good for the NCAA. I think they are, you know, they're trying the best they can to justify their existence right now. But when you're trying to be retroactive with your punishment and you're making that decision for your schools and you have state laws that are, are in effect that are conflicts with what you want to do and you have your history uh, like the NCAA of having you know plenty of mess ups, I, I I don't I don't think it looks good for them. I mean the judge speaking out on it uh, was wasn't the best sign for the NCAA too. But I, I get that they are are trying to do what they can. They they have a bunch of other lawsuits too that they could very well lose many millions if not billions of dollars. And they already don't have the power they used to, so they're they're trying to make a statement and hold everybody else accountable. And Tennessee is is one where they might be able to to make some waves. But I I, I don't know how long it's going to take. But I, I I think Tennessee is in a really good position. Let's talk about basketball because I, I think I guess we have to. What was that? <laughs> what what was that the other night down deep in the heart of Texas? Like what what what? <laughs> What? What? It's a fair, it's a fair question, Justin. <laughs> I wasn't on social media because I'm trying to do better about enjoying games. I did it during the Super Bowl. I was so proud of myself. Watched the entire Super Bowl. Didn't get on Twitter or Facebook one time. I like good for you, sir. It. Good for you. It, Purity and, and of it, the game. It, yeah, absolutely. Instead of everybody else chiming in on stuff, and then you 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 lose the little things in the game because you're reading what other people are saying or you're you're getting bugged by what other people are saying and everyone you know knows who can sing and who can't sing and all that kind of stuff. So uh anyway, I um I'm sure a lot of people were reacting that way and what it was is Tennessee could not guard the ball. They couldn't stay in front of uh the two the Tyrese Radford who's SEC player of the week and then Wade Taylor who was the SEC's leading scorer in all games even ahead of Connect. And that what Texas A&M would do is, knowing Tennessee would switch defensively, they'd get Tennessee in the right matchup. they get the right guys on those guys. Then they'd spread out, isolate in the middle of the floor so Tennessee couldn't send help, and then they would drive past them and get it in the lane and collapse Tennessee's defense, either kick out to shooters or or score. And um, and Tennessee didn't have an answer. Jonas Adu, Tobey Waka didn't play well. 
In fact, they went to a small lineup because they couldn't rebound, even with a big lineup. Rod Clark told us that on the show this morning. He's like, well, we went small because we weren't really rebounding well with a big lineup, so we thought we'd try to spread them out and and uh, try to be tenacious from a, with a smaller lineup. And uh, it worked out to some degree. But, you know, the rebounding, they were killed on the boards. They were killed on the drives. And then they didn't get enough inside, so they were kind of one-dimensional offensively. And, you know, what teams are doing to uh, Dalton Connect, we've seen several teams do this, is they're making him work on the defensive end. And so mm-hmm. now he doesn't have quite the the juice and, and the efficiency in his shooting the last few games because he's working so hard defensively, getting him into the right matchups or forcing him to, to run all over the place defensively. And if he does, and if he tries to cut a corner, Rick Barnes is all over him. So it, it is a tough spot that uh, the Tennessee's got to have an answer to, and they just need their, they need their other guys, especially their bigs, to be good. Um, and, and they need their older guys to be more consistent, like James and Vescovy, uh, to make teams pay for it. And otherwise, teams are going to continue to do some of those things that they've been doing. After the South Carolina game, uh, one thing that um, that Tennessee was uh, was was very critical of was the free throw shooting. Uh, after this mm. game, I see uh, they were sixty percent, fifteen of twenty five from the line. I'm sure uh, I did not hear coach after the game, but I'm sure uh, that was something else that he continued not to be happy about. Also, see from the three point line, twenty seven percent from three, eight of twenty nine. Vince. Yeah, they're a better shooting team than that. Uh, there have been times where they haven't been as uh, as good a shooting team as they are capable of. They have a lot more shooters than they had uh, last year. But even even when they're not shooting a lot, uh, shooting great from three, this team should still be able to score low on the block, drive into the basket and create. When they're at their best, they can do those things. They just weren't able to to put it uh, put it all together, and then you know playing from behind too. That doesn't help you be able to operate fully. So they they need Adu especially. He he forces teams to defend him, and that frees up a lot more. When they basically went to a small lineup, they they didn't have that inside threat, and they weren't able to get to the rim like Texas A and M was. And you're right about the free throws. That and rebounding. It's multiple games now where that has been an issue for them. Barnes has yes, he's pointed that out. Um, but you know, I think I think last night was about the rebound, or excuse me, Saturday was about the rebounding and them not being able to guard the ball defensively even more than the offense, which still uh, had some problems as well. Um, you had Rod Clark on um, your show a little bit earlier. What, what did he share with you? Yeah, he comes on each uh, each Monday with us. By the way, he is a hometown, longtime Kansas City Chiefs fan, so oh. he was uh, pretty happy about the, the Super Bowl win. But he pointed out that, look, because uh, I asked them, so is your team, can you, uh, are there identifiers before a game in your team on how they're going to play? And he said, you know, look, we have been really good after a loss. Our guys are really dialed in and locked in. And I watched them practice a lot, doing ball network pregame interviews uh, after some practices. I, I, I've gotten to, to watch them practice a lot. And after that South Carolina game, 
man, headed into Kentucky and LSU, and it carried over in LSU even after that Kentucky win. They were holding each other accountable. Remember Barnes, you know, I complained about that and having more guys just give tough love and, and communicate and all those kind of things, and everybody was louder. And that carried over a couple of games. It was not that way, I didn't think, Friday leading into that game. Like, it kind of sort of – they sort of relaxed a little bit and went back to the, the way it was, in my opinion. Um, and Rick Barnes wasn't happy in the, in the practice throughout. So uh, I, you know, I, I wasn't really surprised that we saw that because they didn't have that edge that they had in those practices since. So he said, you know, look, we got, we got to, we got to carry that in. We, I expect them to bounce back. We got to carry that, you know, game in and game out. And he says, look, they're young kids. You got to continue to motivate them. Uh, but, uh, but that was, that was one of the things he did point out. And then also, you know, they, they have to, you know, get more from Adu because they think he is better than what Adu thinks he, uh, uh, he is good. They think he's better than what Adu does. Hmm. So they're, they're trying to continue to get his confidence back, uh, so he can live up to his potential. And he's improved a lot. There's just been some of those down games that really hurts this team when that happens. He's Vince Ferrar from uh, 991 The Sports Animal over there in Knoxville every weekday morning uh, from 6 to 9. You can check him out out there over there in Knoxville, and they've always got great content going on out there as well. Vince, as always, man, thank you so much for sharing your time with us. We appreciate it. Appreciate you, boys. Enjoy the rest of the week. And it's uh, college baseball starts on Friday, so uh, glad to talk some baseball with you guys next week. Here we go. Thank you so much, Vince Ferrara, uh, Vince Ferrara, 99-1, the sports animal there in Knoxville. Going to take a break. More of the McFarland Show on WNSR. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but'll help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. 
Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Book. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Titans fans, Spreads fans, the McFarland Show has you covered. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. WNSR, it's the McFarland Show. We welcome your phone calls, 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. And we appreciate everyone uh, chiming in on both uh, our YouTube page as well as our text line. Uh, some of the folks over there from YouTube chiming in. We appreciate them. Uh, let's hear from uh, Eric from Columbia. So I got your name correctly this time, Eric. Uh, Eric is letting me know about Timu. I was talking about that earlier that I wasn't really sure what it was. He says it's similar to Prime. Um, so he's letting me know. So similar to Prime, like Amazon Prime, that's uh, what Timu is. So we appreciate that. He also says uh, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Yeah, yeah almost uh, not quite good enough. Almost uh, will not get you a Super Bowl ring in this case. So that's how that goes. Um, let's go to the phone lines. Damon, I'm sorry. Who do we have on the phone, my friend? Eric. Let's go to Eric. Eric, welcome into the McFarland Show. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, Justin. It's kind of like both you and me, right? Even though I was playing for the Friday night, I said, Mahomes, you can't bet against him. And I just had a feeling going, and he certainly does it again. He pulls his own magic, whatever you think of it. But I will say this as far as Super Bowl goes. I know a lot of people all over uh, the coach Shanahan and his play called whether or not chose the ball and all the stuff over time. But here's my thing. My mm-hmm. point is that the kicker makes an extra point regulation. We're not even having this discussion. And nobody's talking sure? about that. Sure about that? Well, the thing is they go up by four, which mm-hmm. means that changes the strategy because that happened in the fourth quarter. So 
I mean, and I'm even willing to say about the muff punt where the Chiefs got the touchdown right after that muff punt. Kansas City, I mean, excuse me, San Francisco still came back down the field to get the touchdown to go ahead. And if they make the extra point, this is like early to midway through the first fourth quarter. The Chiefs, of course, got the ball. They drive down the field, and they're, of course, not in the meter. They still know they can get the field goal to force overtime. But then it's like fourth down to six if they don't uh, because they're behind by four, and they have to go for a touchdown. So what I'm saying, the game is won or lost in that situation. Okay. This this is all I'm saying to, to, to you and everyone else, Eric, and I'm glad you're, you're yeah. calling about this. Yeah. For, for for everyone who says that this game was won or lost in the extra point, and I understand why they're saying it, and I really do. All yeah. I'm saying yeah. is, is this. Are you telling me that Patrick Mahomes didn't, if he knows that he needs a touchdown, that he couldn't go get a touchdown with the mindset I'm, I'm, of I, I, of he needs to go get a touchdown versus I, I mean, he needing I mean, to go get a field goal. I, I, I'm not saying he can't get it. That's but that's that's not my point. My point is it changes the trajectory of the game. Yeah, but also, it just changes what he needs but, to do. But but, but 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 I'll also say this about overtime too. And here's my issue. Now a lot of people talk about it's not fair and all this type of stuff where both teams got a possession with touchdowns, field goals, and all this stuff because all this stuff happened before. What does it ultimately come down to? It still ultimately comes down to you, your defense making a play on the other team's offense because ultimately it's whoever scores the most points wins. You can't go on forever. I mean, I understand you want to be fair. I mean, I'm the old school where I didn't have a problem with the old uh, overtime rules, but here's my thing. Which one? Which old Which old ones? You talking about the sudden death? Where the first, well, first you talking about the field goal wins? Yeah, yeah. Where it's field goal, safety, touchdown, whoever scores first wins. Now, of course, they've got down the Super Bowl, of course, the new playoff, both teams. The one team gets a touchdown, the other team gets a touchdown. But here's the thing, Baltimore, ultimately, it's still, the, a defense has to make a play to stop the offense from scoring eventually. That's the point. No matter how many possessions the team get over time, that's still the bottom line point fact that you can't change. A defense still has to ultimately stop an offense. If the defense stops the offense, the defense who made that play wins the game. If the offense, of course, scores a touchdown, the offensive team that made the play scores and wins the game. Because I know everybody wants to be fair, and I get that to a point, but the thing is, life's not fair. You're not always going to get everything you want. And my point was, they wanted to stop all the arguments, stuff like that. And even with all this, we're still having arguments about strategy and all this type of stuff. My point is, there's never going to be a situation where everybody's going to be totally happy. And and that's a fact. It's like the Super Bowl halftime show. Everybody's not going to be totally happy. That's the way. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about that. Now, Super Bowl halftime show, I didn't have a problem with that. That was fantastic. I, I, but know, a, lot a lot of people don't like think it. it's fantastic. But to your yeah, point, yeah. everybody's but, not going to be totally happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's my thing on that. Yes, I'll sir. be honest. I grew up in the 60s because I was born in the 60s, early 60s. Yes, sir. And my thing is this. I mostly like music from the, uh, early to mid-60s to about the mid-80s. I'm not a fan of all these artists. I'm not saying they're not talented. They are. But because of my age, I'm six years old. I don't get the music of the day. But I will give props for uh, Usher in the halftime show with all the choreography, the artists, other artists he had at the show, the dancing and the roller skate. That was fat, fat, spectacular. I will give him credit for that. And as far as the commercials, my favorite was the Dunkin' Donuts. There were others that stood out, like uh, the uh, Jason Momoa T-Mobile, which I liked, the two old ladies with the Doritos. I also liked uh, the Otto Schwarzenegger. and uh Farm. with. Yeah, yeah, and then bringing in Danny DeVito, which was funny, and the whole jelly roll with the Uber Eats. That was hilarious. Those are some of my favorites. The rest of the commercials I thought were either okay, and there were some good and bad, but mostly I, I didn't think the rest of the commercials after that were great. But those are some of my favorites. But just I'll get off and let you get some other callers. Take care. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. We appreciate it, my man.
uh, Eric giving us a call. Uh, Darren's uh, b- back with us here. And uh, Darren, uh, Eric was just talking about the, the overtime rules and the extra points and, and all of that. Um, you know, and the fact that the extra point may or may not have changed the, 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 the way the game was going. And my only point was, you know, if Patrick Holmes knows he needs a touchdown instead of a field goal, he, go get, he goes and gets a touchdown. I don't think it it means it's game over or necessarily that costs him the game because he misses the extra point. Well, I mean, you can make the case, though. <laughs> I understand. I mean, I get it. You know, he. It, it, I mean, you can't think that you can't say. Uh, I don't. I can't imagine anybody can say out loud that you didn't think that when it happened. Like, uh oh, that could come back to bite them, right? I mean, that was. Oh yeah, that was oh, a yeah. huge miss. Mm-hmm. I mean. You go, you you go for, to forcing the touchdown. You go up four instead of missing the extra point, and now a field goal ties it, which ultimately is what happened, right? And it pushed yeah. it to overtime. So, yeah. you know, I know he had the record-breaking Super Bowl longest field goal that lasted, you know, like 20, 25 minutes, but, you know, that was a huge miss for him. And everybody knew that Kansas City had the more proven kicker. I mean, Harrison Bucker has been – you know, not Justin Tucker reliable, but pretty darn close. On the edge. On the edge. Let's get back to the phone lines. Uh, Dr. Detroit. Dr. Detroit, welcome into the McFarland Show. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, gents. How are you? Doing uh, good, sir. Sir, uh, going out to Eric. Eric, uh, you are my brother's keeper. Love, much respect. But it is what it is. What happened was reality. Uh, Michigan Moody for San Francisco uh, is a clutch kicker, and um, it was a fluke. You're going to have that in any game, even in the Super Bowl, even in the NFC Championship, even against the Dallas Cowboys, where the refs cost my Lions a victory. But you got to dwell on it for that day and maybe the next day and move on because everybody speaks high volume, and everybody I've talked to knows that the referees cost the Lions that game against the Cowboys. But anyway, getting to the subject. Um, so did we ever figure out why Taylor Swift's puppet yelled at the coach and what was it about? I mean, Yeah, he wasn't seeing the ball. <laughs> he had one target at that point. I mean, and he was off the field on that critical play. So, I mean, we haven't gotten into that. I mean, I'm glad Dr. Detroit brought it up. Sure. Uh, I, I've quite honestly been a little bit surprised. I know Andy Reid has helped kind of sweep this under the rug. I was pretty <laughs> appalled by what he did. I mean, it really well, I, was. You know, uh, he should be graceful because not only the owner, general manager, and uh, and uh, the coach uh, did give him permission the host Saturday Night Live a week ago, did he not? So he should be No, honored. he did not host Saturday Night Live a week ago, no. Well, it was, it was shown on Saturday, 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 Saturday. Yeah, that uh, was a, that anyway, was a repeat. It, oh, it was a repeat. Yeah, that yeah. was back oh, in the offseason. Yeah. Oh, it, it said new on my uh, disc network. No. It said new, but okay, well, pardon me on that. But anyway, uh, you know, uh, that was sort of embarrassing. I mean, you're you're a clutch player, great player. You're dating Taylor Swift. You gonna blow up on the coach? Uh, I don't know. I can't comprehend that. 
But anyway, my next subject is, do we know the reality? Uh, I, you know, I can't, I can't even put it together. Uh, really, you, 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 you waste, well, you didn't waste. You worked to earn a championship for the Michigan Wolverines for 10 years. You finally win a championship. And I, as much as it appalls me to bring his name up, he leaves the Wolverines behind to go back to pro football. Did we find out the decision what made him do that? I'm sorry. Hold uh, on. Yeah. Just, hold on. Hold on. Dr. Detroit, at this yeah. point, does Jim Harbaugh really owe Michigan football something? What does he owe y'all at this point? What does he owe Michigan? He don't owe Michigan a damn thing. I'm just he saying, though, but no, no, you man. seem to be he's his, own he... man. he's his own man. He's his own man. He can do what he wants, okay? He can do what he wants. But, you know, you win a championship, you think, okay, yeah, I'm ready to go back to pro football, see what I can do with that. See if I can waste another ten years and try to be a champion. But I, I just, I just wanted to know what was his main decision. Why did he? He doesn't like step? the AD. <laughs> Him and the AD didn't talk all season. They don't like each other. They talk for months. They, have, they, they don't. don't they don't like each other. He's made that abundantly clear. I mean, they do not speak, even though he had that contract. Why do you think he had that? Big fat contract Look, on his desk. If somebody's willing to pay you twelve million dollars a year and you don't want to stay, that means you really, For, really like, don't like that person. Yeah, 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 yeah. True, true fact. But hey, whatever happened uh, to all the uh, uh, what is it, controversy on when him sitting out what four or five games and then came back? Does that just disappear since he's left the NCAA? Since when is the controversy of the NCAA follow you to the NFL? Ask Pete Carroll about that. No, I think he's asking about Michigan. Are you asking about Michigan or I mean? Yeah, what, already... what, whatever, what, whatever came out of that. I mean, that was Michigan... their serve. He served. He served his the time. Suspension. It's, it's yeah, over. he served the time. Yeah, it's over. They suspended so, him, so, and that's it. So that he, was he was it. suspended that, that was twice. The so they're not going to suspend yeah. the program at all, even though he's left. Oh, he he missed six games. That was that was his okay. punishment. Okay, but 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 the Wolverines as a team and as a unit will not be punished. Therefore, out. Doctor Troy, are you annoyed at Michigan? Like, what what is? Uh, I sense I sense something deeper here, Doctor Detroit. What's what's going on? I just, you know the man said he would never ever leave the program. The man said that. He said, I'll be a Wolverine. I'm not into pro football. I've had my shot at pro football. And this was six, seven years ago when he made this statement. But then he wins a championship. Things change, man. Things change. And Nick Saban (laughs) says, I'm not going to be the Alabama coach. Deion Sanders told the whole world that God sent him to to Mississippi to coach Jackson State. And you know, yep. I'm just saying, you know, stuff, man, man, come on now. Come on now, Dr. Detroit. Come on, man. <laughs> Thanks, come Thanks on Shane, now. bro. Just, come on, I, I, man. I, I'm, just, I'm just saying a man, any man can be tempted and warp the human mind to betray his beloved college. You know, you money talk. betrayal. Oh, I'm my gonna, goodness. Hell, hell yeah, Oh, I my goodness. All right, hey, all right. what about... Listen, listen. Go ahead. We got to take, take a break here in a minute. But let me let me tell you what I've told the Alabama fans about this. About this, okay. there, there's one thing that that Nick that that 
<laughs> There's one thing that um, they can offer him in Los Angeles and the Chargers that he cannot get there at college football in Ann Arbor. Do you know the one thing that the Chargers can give him that he cannot get there at the University of Michigan? Do you know that one prize that he can get that he cannot get in Ann Arbor? Do you understand what that is? God, probably more money and a better stadium. No, it's not more money. Nope, not it. Not more money, not more prestige. More control, more control, nope. more control. Nope, it's the Lombardi, sir. They don't hand out Lombardis in Michigan. They only hand out Lombardis in the NFL. That's it. Well, he didn't win one in San Francisco, and by damn, he won't win one as a Chargers. Hey, hey, did you now? <laughs> hey, did you hear? Did you hear the reason why Nick Saban left Alabama? He can't coach. The, he can't coach these young players no more. It's well, like either they don't listen, or he just can't. He can't tolerate it no more. Did you hear that statement? I I, I think his resume would disagree with you. We got to go to break. Well, no, no, no. The man said the words. The man said the words. Well, I can't coach these kids like I used to. His, his resume disagrees with you, Doctor Detroit. We well, no, take... no. His resume is impeccable, stands alone. But mm-hmm. I'm saying, what the man? Why he left the program? And what about Belichick? God, is he still sitting on the sidelines? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty interesting, isn't it? Switch the two tails. All right, class dismissed. We got to take a break after that. Man. Let's take a break. He's fired up today. He is. And that's okay. He's he's in his feelings. It's okay. He he must have dropped a bundle on the 49ers last night. I think he's upset because the Lions didn't win the Super Bowl last night. Let's take a break. We'll be back. The McFarland Show, WNSR. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. Step through the doorway and immerse yourself in a state of total serenity. Welcome to Mokara Spa. Massage therapy, facials, body treatments, and more. Or try one of our signature services. These customizable services combine proven techniques with the latest spa supplements to help relax the body, restore the mind, and soothe the senses. Downtown now has a destination for you to do good things for yourself. A gift certificate to Mokara is the perfect present for the loved one in your life. Surprise someone with a trip to Mokara Spa. More information at 761-3600. Complimentary valet parking. Why not treat you and your loved one to a couple's retreat at Mokara? Call to arrange your gift certificates for Valentine's Day. Or simply take five minutes, leave your car with the valet, and stop in. Located at 250 5th Avenue South, inside the Omni Nashville Hotel. Time now for a moment in black history as we spotlight sports legends in Tennessee. No one paved the way for black female track and field athletes quite like Wilma Rudolph. At a young age, Wilma Rudolph from Clarksville, Tennessee, faced adversity when she was first diagnosed with polio. But that didn't stop her from ranking up three gold medals during the 1960 Olympics. Her performance compelled many young female teenagers to take an interest in track and field and win her an inspiration the endowment of an icon. Wilma Rudolph, a sports legend. This moment in black history brought to you by Sylvester Armour and Armour Realty. 
as empty nesters. Finding a real estate agent wasn't hard, but became difficult. A church member, my sorority sister, and my neighbor's son all were agents. While playing golf, my husband met Sylvester, and our search ended. We were highly impressed by his knowledge of the Nashville real estate market, his 25 years of experience in hundreds of properties sold. Call Sylvester Armour with Armour Realty at 615-485-9211 or armorrealtors.com. That's 615-485-9211. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. This is the Greg Vogue and John Burton Show. I feel bad for Lamar. Not all his fault, but a lot of it's his fault. He just didn't play well. He looked rattled. Bagnolo's done a great job with that defense. Looked rattled. You know, he takes part of the blame, obviously. Zay Flowers takes a lot of the blame. Fumbling at the goal line. That stupid taunting penalty. You can't do that. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. McFarland Show, broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. WNSR, The McFarland Show. I'm Justin McFarland, mm. DJ Damon King on the other side, and uh, Darren McFarland out there in Rutherford County joining us out there on 107.9. Thank you, sir. Thank you, DJ Damon. Appreciate it, sir. Thank you. Couldn't, couldn't hear, man. It's the, the sound. Bruno Mars coming through. Appreciate you, though. Um, <laughs> 1079. Thank I was you. having a good time with the song. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, man. okay. I Have was it. dancing to Dr. Detroit, make him, trying to make him feel better. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think that's what going through I, don't, depression. Well, I don't think that's what happened. Well, Doug on our text line yes. uh, said there's another reason why Coach Harbaugh left Michigan. It's to go to the NFL. It's called a summer off, something you don't get in college football anymore. Look, uh, Nick Saban, if you don't think Jim Harbaugh going to the NFL, Nick Saban walking away, and what we're seeing coaches do. By the way, Boston College's head coach left. He's a head coach in college, and he left to go be a coordinator in the NFL. Not a head coach, to be a position coach. Yeah. Or was it the coordinator for the Packers? Look, folks, college football has changed. And until they refine some of these rules – and it changes. It is. It's. It's a. It never ends. And it is not college football that we've watched our entire life. And we don't have to deal with all the nonsense now going on behind the scenes where kids are demanding this every hour, every day. Oh, and they change their mind every hour, every day. And there's a portal that you have to watch and monitor like you're trying to get tickets that go on sale at 10 o'clock in the morning to the biggest concert in the world that's coming to your city and you're sitting there counting down the minutes to when the ticket window opens. Like we've all played that game. That's what they have to do 24 seven and they have assistant coaches. They run their staff ragged. It's not fun right now. I'm sure coaches and look, nobody's going to bellyache or feel sorry for them. They make a lot of money, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure it's not a lot of fun right now, Justin, because today's game 
in today's athlete, they've got benefits that they've never had before, and I'm not saying they don't deserve them at all. I'm saying it's making life hell for these coaches, and it's it wasn't. I'm sure Jim Harbaugh's like, forget all this. I did my job. I got Michigan a natty. Now I'm going back to the NFL, like you said, to get a Lombardi. Yeah. Well, there's been talking, and Bill King has talked to us about this many times. This is, there's been a lot of talk about uh, Jim Harbaugh going back to the NFL even before uh, some of the changes were made, or at least had gotten this bad um, before the climate changed to this level, at least, that he wanted to go back to the NFL. So, um, you know, he came to Michigan to do and, and did what he set out to do, and that is to take this program back to national prominence. And, and you know, he's done just that. It went and they won a national championship. Um, so if people are feeling jilted because he left and uh, went to, you know, went to the NFL, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's just, you know, I don't, I don't know, and I'm not a Michigan, you know, person or fan, or, but I don't know what in the world Jim Harbaugh could possibly owe Michigan at this point. Um, even an explanation, you know, like what, what, what do you need at this point if you're, if you're him? Um, but you know, that's fine. If, if fans are entitled to feel how they want to feel about, about whatever it is. Um, but but again, coach K is the, don't forget. He was like the first one to jump out there and say, I just don't like the way where this is going. I by the way, it wasn't as bad as it is today. It's even worse since he stepped away. But coach K was the first one to jump out there and say, Hey, I've been there, done it, and I just don't like today's game. I don't like today's – I don't want to say today's athlete, just what you have to do yeah. with today's athlete. And I just think you said, you know what, peace out, I'm done. And you know what, Darren, that's okay. There will be a new guard that rises up that will coach a different way, um, that will be different than this last guard, I guess. You know, some of these guys have been around for years. They know one way to do this. And right now there's developing a brand new guard of people that will know a new way of doing this. Um, yeah, well, good good luck being as successful as him and Nick Saban. It's going to be different. Good luck. It's going to be different. It, it just is. All right, we're going to take our last break. We'll come back, finish up the McFarland Show for this Monday on WNSR. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Attention business owners, WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039. 615-844-1039 or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. 
We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's a Bill King Show. Like I mentioned, I thought Nick had a good five years still left in it. This one comes as a complete shock to me. If I sat here and said, I had a feeling, guys, Nick was trending, I'd be lying. I'd just be, that'd be the host trying to act like he knew something he didn't know. Why would I present that to you? I am shocked. I was taken aback by it. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. WNSR, The McFarland Show, here with you. Justin McFarland here with you. DJ Damon King and uh, Darren McFarland from our Rutherford County Bureau today. Of course, the Nashville Predators got back on the ice over the weekend. Uh, big matchup with the uh, Coyotes of Arizona. They were able to beat them in overtime, uh, 5-4 to four final score, uh, after they were able to come back in the third period, down two goals in the uh, third period, able to come storming back and then won it in OT. Uh, Darren, your impressions, uh, first time on the ice for the Preds in a week and a half. Let me just say this, Johnny, who listens uh, in Vancouver, beautiful city of Vancouver, was in... Our wonderful city this weekend and yes, attended John. the game. Uh, I felt bad because my son had a basketball game. Uh, I did want to meet up with Johnny and say hi, but uh, my son had a basketball game that I had to attend. And so, Johnny, you came in for a great game. It was an exciting game and a back-and-forth affair. And like you said, Justin, down two goals in the third. They come back, they tie it up, and they win it in overtime. In fact, Ryan McDonough, that's his first overtime winner in his career that man's done a lot so mm-hmm. uh johnny has reached out to me told me he had a great time so i think he's back and listening today i think so johnny hopefully you had a, a wonderful time here in nashville um it's an exciting game it's ironic as after my son's basketball game i ran into somebody out in the hallway of the gym and they said you know what do you think about the preds 
And I said, well, they better get things, you know, they better get off on a, a good foot here tonight. I mean, it's now down to 30 games. It was 31 going into that game. And, like, you know, they're they're on a razor's edge. Like, they cannot keep playing at the, you know, the way they've been playing. They're going to have to start stringing together some wins and getting this thing going. I mean, you're now in the backstretch of your game. So that was a big win for them. They needed that. They haven't had a ton of success at home here of late. And so to get that win against the Coyotes, we'll see if they can keep it going. They have a couple more, I think, home games this week. But uh, they're going to have to start stringing some wins together, Justin. Um, you know, yeah. I don't think they have the firepower in the West. But, you know, <laughs> I know yeah. they want to get to the playoffs. So if they get, they want to get back to the playoffs. So they're going to need to beat New Jersey tomorrow night and yep. then a big one against Dallas on Thursday night. Yeah, um, New Jersey tomorrow night is uh, where they get started there, and then uh, we'll see what happens from there. Um, we also know that the uh, Lady Vols on the court tonight taking on Arkansas. So uh, interesting game, and uh, SEC play continues on on that side. Um, also another tough loss for Vanderbilt over the weekend. Um, as that season continues or doesn't, kind of all at the same time. Uh, Darren, thank you, sir. Appreciate your efforts out there in Rutherford County. Hopefully we'll see you soon. Stay healthy, sir. And everybody out there, uh, stay safe. The rain is pouring. There's there's talk about a little snow tomorrow morning, depending on where you are. Just a little. Nothing dangerous. Just a little. Um, Make sure to listen to Bill King getting us started tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. And uh, until then, thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow starting at 2 o'clock. I'm a retired school psychologist and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council.